That's right, 145 days. Imagine if it was your loved one trapped behind enemy lines in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. Uh, everything we have said and have been saying about what is happening, people being murdered in broad daylight, women and, and girls uh, being persecuted, not going to work and school, it's all true. Joe promised not to abandon Americans. Americans are still stuck there. Military family members are stuck there. Thousands of green card holders are stuck there. And there's no hope as of now of getting any of them out. Nobody, nobody wants to talk about that. They've all turned the page on this. They are singularly focused on one issue. And that, of course, is what I told you on Monday that they would focus on. And that is January the 6th, the one-year anniversary of the riot that happened at the Capitol. And, you know, um, we've been very consistent on this program about this. You can't riot. Now, what we're going to learn, you will hear directly from today, the former Pentagon chief of staff, guy by the name of Cash Patel. And Cash Patel, again, former Pentagon chief of staff. And he has now gone before the January 6th committee. And all they wanted to do is spend time asking him about the Afghanistan withdrawal more than the capital attack. Now, what he has in his uh, publicly released timeline and what he has said is and that nobody in the media mob will focus on and Mark Meadows focused on it on Hannity tonight. And by the way, we're going to do a little comparing and contrasting on this show and tonight on Hannity on, on the TV show. And that is, you know, how Democrats can compartmentalize and ignore 574 riots in the summer of 2020 lie and call them mostly peaceful protests when in fact they were anything but how they can do that and only focus on the one riot. But what Cash will tell you is two days before January 6th that Donald Trump authorized, in in other words, he's the president, he authorized calling up the National Guard knowing that there was going to be large crowds marching to the Capitol that were going to be right in Washington, D.C. You know, I'm sure liberals, there, Evan Hannity, that's evidence right there. You're talking about it. Donald Trump knew. Well, if he knew that something was planned, like what seemed to be a spontaneous riot unfold, although there might have been agitators, I'd like to get to the bottom of people that pre-positioned certain items around uh, the Capitol, uh, apparently the night before, that's, that story seems to have just died and we haven't gotten any more details on it because we've got to protect our institutions. We've got to protect our, our elected officials. I said it in real time that day, and I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but we need to get to the bottom. So President Trump understood we just came off a summer of rioting in the, in the summer of 2020, 574 riots. And I'll give you more details in a moment, but... Uh, we know that billions of dollars in property damage occurred, arson and looting. We know that dozens of Americans died. We know that thousands of police officers were hurt, many severely. And there's no committee, there's no commission, there's no concern, there's no discussion ever about, about what happened in the summer of 2020. Now, if this committee was serious, now you got seven Democrats that hate Donald Trump. I think they all voted to impeach him. I think everybody on the panel voted to impeach him post-presidency. So they want to litigate this again, which is what I keep saying. It's, it's you know, they, they can write their report today 
because they've already concluded what they've concluded. And it's a predetermined outcome. And it's just an exercise to stretch it out as long as they possibly can in the hopes that Donald Trump will be forever smeared and, and never able to run again for office. As a matter of fact, Liz Cheney said it this weekend on, on numerous Sunday shows that she was on. You know, this man who has demonstrated he's at war with the rule of law. He's demonstrated how he's willing to blow through every guardrail of democracy. He can never be anywhere near the Oval Office again. He's demonstrated a complete lack of fitness for office. I think one of the really important things that this committee has to do is lay out the facts for the American people so that they really have a sense of the truth of what happened that day. Okay, let's take Liz Cheney at her word here for a minute. Um, If that's what she really believes... Um, will this committee, now that we know two days prior, Donald Trump authorized National Guard troops to be called up, will 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 she investigate why the Speaker of the House, who had to sign off on this, you, know, you, hear, you will hear directly from the person that has a perfect timeline uh, and that was involved in this, And it turns out Nancy Pelosi rejected the call for National Guard troops. Somebody needs to ask why. Now, why would you want National Guard troops, Hannity? Well, we just came off the riots in the summer of 2020, 574. We had a lot of dead Americans, injured cops, and a lot of property damage. We know that political tensions were running high. We know that a massive crowd was making its way to Washington, D.C. We knew the day before on January 5th. And, you know, and we know in any big crowd, any big crowd, I don't care, you know, if it's right wing, left wing, it doesn't matter. Conservative, liberal, there's always bad actors in crowds like that, always. And yet the mayor of D.C. and Nancy Pelosi refused to go along with the president's request to call up the National Guard. Now, we also know that there were six separate attempts by the D.C. Capitol Police chief to call up the National Guard. And that was he was denied every single time, even before the day started. He was asking for help. We have huge crowds. This is common sense. We and, and I agree with the principle. We've got to protect our capital. We've got to protect our elected officials. This is what I said on radio on January 6th as this was happening. The people that seem to always want to praise peaceful protesters are the media and the Democratic Party because they went to great lengths to defend and even instances where there was violence. They didn't condemn the violence. I condemn anybody involved in any incident involved in violence. It's that simple. We've got to protect everybody. And I don't care whether you agree with somebody or disagree. Protect our police. You've got to protect kids that are at this rally and older people that are at this rally. I said that in real time. I also said this in real time. Let me stop here and be crystal clear. Uh, Those who truly support President Trump, those that believe they are part of the conservative movement in this country, you do not. We do not support those that commit acts of violence. They people we don't believe should be vandalizing our nation's capital, attacking the brave men and women that keep us safe in law enforcement. They don't storm the Capitol. They don't place pipe bombs at the RNC or anywhere else. And all of today's perpetrators must be arrested and prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Now, on top of 
getting an answer from Nancy Pelosi. Now, if this committee truly wanted answers, Nancy Pelosi would be one of their top witnesses. Why did you not agree to call up the National Guard? That was your obligation and your duty. And you knew that the massive crowds were coming to town. And whenever you have a big crowd, you know that there's going to be bad actors. The same questions need to be put to the D.C. mayor. And the fact that nobody wants to highlight that part of it, that that kind of is exculpatory for Donald Trump, just like when he said the words, many of you will now peacefully and patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices can be heard. He said voices. He actually said the word voices. Look, it is everything that I said it is. Um, my prediction is they will not bring in the mayor. They will not bring in Nancy Pelosi. They've already determined their outcome. This is about bludgeoning Donald Trump. Uh, there, there's even an effort now. Uh, by the way, support and confidence in this committee is is plummeting greatly. People have just looked at the you know pure politics of it. Morning consult shows a dramatic decline in support and confidence in this committee. Uh, Democrats, actually, this was in the Hill, a handful of them and constitutional, quote, scholars and pro-democracy advocates are quietly exploring how a post-Civil War amendment to the Constitution might be used to disqualify Donald Trump from holding office again. What did I say this committee has been about from the beginning? Purging Donald Trump. Uh, Calls for Congress to take steps to strip Trump of eligibility, which reached a crescendo after the after January 6th of last year, have since decreased. But those who remain engaged on the issue say discussions about applying Section three of the 14th Amendment have been ongoing. And you got radical leftists that are involved in that effort. You know, um, the other thing that they're trying to do here is is tie this notion that people that had problems. We know, for example, that we had all these depositions, all these whistleblowers, people that signed sworn affidavits after the 2020 election, saying they witnessed this irregularity, that irregularity. Nobody wanted to ever pay attention to them. Now, prior, when we had the Ukraine impeachment, everybody loved whistleblowers. We praised whistleblowers. We thought whistleblowers were the greatest people on earth. Apparently not, not in this case, because those are whistleblowers. You know, in other words, you know, think back and uh, to 20 uh, to the year 2000. Remember, Supreme Court decides in December of, of 2000, you know, that George W. Bush, they, they sided with his arguments. The vote counting stopped, the swinging, hanging, perforated, dangling uh, Chad count that went on and seemingly forever. And what did Democrats say that George W. Bush was an illegitimate president? He wasn't elected legitimately. Democrats have done that. Guess who I have? Kamala Harris. Yeah, back in 2016, she called the election illegitimate. Donald Trump is an illegitimate president, she said. I actually have the tape of it. Do you want to hear it? When you win an election, you get to set the rules. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you you know, fighting against that in 2020. You are absolutely right. So, again, as a member of the Senate Intelligence Committee, I will tell you that we should believe exactly what the intelligence community has told us, which is Russia did interfere in the election of the President of the United States in 2016. 
Now, we now know that was all one big lie. It was all based on Hillary Clinton's bought and paid for dirty Russian disinformation dossier. And the lie was pushed by Democrats. Is, is that an, an effort to undermine democracy? Because that's what they're saying today. Kamala Harris is comparing what happened uh, January 6th last year to, to Pearl Harbor. We lost 2,400 people in Pearl Harbor. Wait till you hear my statistics. I'll give you on what happened in the summer of 2020. It'll blow your mind. Um, but she, and, and she even compared it to 9-11. The Biden Department of Justice refuses to release thousands of hours of videotape. Why? They need to be made public. That needs to be investigated. And all those people involved need to be held accountable. 800-941-SHAW. And let me tell you the other thing. They're trying to exploit this. The Democrats are. Um, and for the very purposes of now redoing voting laws, you see, they don't want voter ID, signature verification chain of custody control they don't want updated voter rolls they don't want partisan observers to observe up close start to finish and in some cases they even want illegal immigrants to be allowed to vote that's that's what democrats want to use this for which is sick and sad in and of itself had nancy pelosi and mayor bowser gone along with donald trump and called in the national guard this all could have been prevented you would think the january 6th commission would be interested in that apparently not 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be a part of the program. Have you ever heard of Scareware? Well, just like it sounds, it's a scam that uses scare tactics to get users to believe that their computer has a security problem and the fix is to purchase or download their software. Now, cyber criminals can then gain access to your computer, steal your personal information. All of us every day are putting personal information at risk on the Internet. In a second, cyber criminals can ruin your name, reputation, finances, credit score. LifeLock sees the threats you'll miss on your own. They'll scour the dark web on your behalf. If you have compromised information, you get an alert. If your identity's stolen, you get a dedicated restoration specialist to fix it for you. Just go to LifeLock by Norton. And by the way, a low annual rate. You'll save an additional 25% off your first year. By using the promo code Hannity when you go to lifelock.com or mentioning my name, Hannity, when you call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Do it today.